What? Oh. Cheap motherfucker! Yeah. Gun sounds. Damn. Talk of cheap motherfucker. Your meters, do you watch your. You just. Have you ever changed your levels on that thing or anything? Um. I've never played with it too much. You just do the same thing every time? Yep. It's always so weird when it starts recording because you feel like you have to be different. Not, you don't feel like you have to be different, but. It's almost like when you press record, the air changes just a little because bit. Because there's a third guest in the room suddenly. So we have oh. to. Welcome our guest to the party. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. We're at my house. We're at Todd's house in uh, Vancouver. It's a Tuesday night. <laughs> and uh, we just finished eating some dinner. Carly made us salad and chicken and garlic toast. She made us breakfast too. Yeah, she made us breakfast. Breakfast and dinner and dessert. Yeah. Apple crisp for dessert. I'm so Joey, just... by the way. Yeah, Joey's here. Joey's <laughs> in in town. He stayed the night last night on my I floor. got in really late. Carly made a, a sweet bed for me unless you made this. I pumped you. it up, and then Carly put the sheets on it. Um, I got in really late, and I was having... Uh, I dropped my girlfriend off at the airport. Like a, It was a really intense few days leading up to this drop-off, like lots of stuff to do and emotions were running high. And it was an emotional, I don't know, letting, you know, when a girl cries. You dropped her off in, at, at the airport? Yeah, but we didn't do like the, the elongated goodbye. It was just on the outside. It's so much easier. Like if I was to follow her in and then wait for her to check in and then like follow her to the gate, like it would make it that much worse. So we just yeah. like, we stayed outside of the airport and that's where the goodbye was. Anyways. We were so tired, like, I was so tired and I had to drive down, and I had, what was it, like, during the day, I think I had a Tim Hortons coffee really early, and then I had, like, green tea later on, and then I had a Steez energy drink, and I thought it wasn't working, and then when I got here, I was just having those, like, I was explaining to you this morning, I was just listening to a Joe Rogan podcast, and um, then I would just have those, like, oh, like I explained it to Todd earlier, like getting pulled over by a police car just hits to my nervous system that like the cat finally I had finally started to ramp down and like not driving a car at night and not like seeing your girlfriend off and not like frantically doing a to-do list like finally I was like in a dark room and it was kind of quiet but like my nervous system relax. still wanted to be like what like the your Metal Gear Solid have you ever played that game? No, Mason used to always play it You'll remember this sound, because they, they nailed it in sound form. I always talk about this, but like, remember you'd be creeping around, and when the guard would see you, it would go, and they would have a red, 
exclamation mark, like a giant red exclamation mark. Oh, God. And it would make a sound that would go, and it actually, like, it, they transferred in sound that feeling of, like, getting pulled over by a police car. You know what I'm talking about? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like a hit to your nervous anxiety. system. Like, <gasps> it'll, it'll hit you, and then it almost renders your body a little bit weak for a sec, and then it goes up. Like, it's the opposite. It's still, like, it feels like intuition the way it moves through your body, but it's the opposite where it yeah. actually, like, it feels like, like your life meter just I had it down so bad that my vision went red like what my vision went red how i woke up in the middle of the night this is the i think the only time i've like hallucinated in the middle of the night i wake up in the in the middle of the night and i see in my room a girl sitting in a chair oh, and a yeah. girl combing her hair i see it like i can remember seeing it and i'm like obviously in shock and I got up because I was in disbelief and I went to touch them and then I like fell through them and fell into the dresser because they yeah, obviously were there. How old were you again for that? Maybe like 16 and then I was just that wave of just fear and madness and my the room looked like it was red. What, did, how can, what do you think that <laughs> is? Have you heard about um? It was like I was dreaming sleep, and awake uh, at the same time. God, what is paralysis? that called? Sleep paralysis. Yeah, I've like heard have of you it. have you did done like you can read up on that and apparently there's experiences like that. Yeah, people I've have hallucinated. bad problems with it. Like I've told you before that I've hallucinated. I've only done it like a few times recently, but Jen always used to tell me stories. Oh, actually, no, I did fucking have one recently. Lacey doesn't even remember because she, she was like, I guess she sleeps so happily, but and this one. This is so fucking weird, but I woke up in the middle of the night, and I saw, I, I hallucinate if I see an object, like, so, if I was to wake up and stare at that, and it was dark, I might see it as, like, a ship or something, like, sometimes the shape, my imagination's so intense that I think that that's, like, a, I'm looking at a light structure right now, people can't see, and that could look like a pirate ship, like, floating through. Yeah, yeah. But there's a light fixture that's really flat. And I fucking saw someone, like, it looked like someone had cut a hole out in the ceiling and was, like, watching me sleep. And I just started yelling, I fucking see you, I fucking see you. <laughs> and I, I totally saw them, like, they, like, scurried away, like, little eyes in the ceiling. Like, someone had, like, cut a hole and been, like, watching and recording me or something what like that. Fuck? And so the next <laughs> day, I told Lacey about that, and we had this one roommate that we kind of... He was, like, a nice dude. He was younger or whatever. And this was, like, the anxiety getting the best of me because this yeah. is so far-fetched. We, like, we actually looked on top of the light and we were, like, it, like, is there cam are there cameras in here? Like, actually, really? it transferred. So trans this was, like, the next day. The next day I was, like, I just need to check, like, if there's... And, like, really? I'm not... I don't smoke much pot. I'm not, like, a paranoid <laughs> person. But I just had to, like, because I saw it at night. I had to check if there was cameras in the ceiling, and like Lacey was up there with me, like checking to see if there were cameras in the ceiling. Like I got her cameras in the ceiling, and they're told there wasn't cameras in the ceiling. Whoa. There wasn't cameras at all. So I, and I've had it before with like pictures on the wall. Janet told me like that I used to be like, <laughs> I think I've told you this, but I'd wake up and go, "What is that?" And she'd be like, "What?" And I'd be like, "That," pointing on the wall, and she'd be like. It's a picture. And I would think that it was like <laughs> such a funny thing to say. <laughs> Especially for someone who's not in that state like 
what is that? Like, what? What? <laughs> so, I've had it too, but... Weird. I didn't... Yeah, I remember, yeah, you get the nervous system hits too, big time. Fuck. <laughs> Sleep paralysis. I talked to Stacy once about it too. Stacy talked about how he had it. Oh, really? Yeah. Who? I haven't seen him out, but on one of the... For all the viewers who uh, care to know, I found... I was working on those pop contest mixtapes. I found one missing tape that I needed to, like... There's two more that I can do. Two, oh, wow. Two or three more parts. Sweet. And there's some really, really good stuff. So uh, there was this one tape that I was missing, and I finally... I had had sessions where I'd, like, gone through... It's draining if you're trying to find a tape and you don't know what it's labeled. Because you have, like, boxes and boxes of tapes. It's one... I've amalgamated them. There's, like, one box of like high tapes and now I've amalgamated all the DV tapes there's lots yeah there's Jesus. lots of tapes but I sometimes I'll like okay you know when you're looking for something it happened to Dana and I this is like I don't know why it happens like this but you're looking for something you've looked numerous times and then finally like you give up for a while and then you're like, okay, I'm just going to look one last time, and you're not really thinking about it too much, and then you fucking find it, like, first try. <laughs> Does that happen to you ever? Um, that's happened to me, that happens to me with work all the time, where I'll be stuck on a problem, and I'll be... Yeah, same thing. And I'll be so focused on it, but my mind is just repeating the same possible solution that isn't the right one, and then I'll just go to sleep, forget about it, and then I wake up, and it's so obvious. It's like, oh, this... So I guess yeah, that that's yeah. the same thing. Same kind of idea, yeah. It's, it's almost like you uh, you flush out your thinking patterns or something like that, yeah. and then you go back and be like, okay, now if I just stop and think for a little bit, where would it be and what would it be called? And then, like, I found it first try after, like, having sessions of, like, I just, like, kind of yeah. went through some logical stuff about, like, <laughs> eras or tapes or, like, pens, pens that I would have been using for other tapes around the same time. Well, it's like the more frustrated you are about you're the not problem, gonna, you're not going to get The it. less likely you're going to get a solution. Get you're just going to go over the same solutions and be angry that they didn't work. Like, why isn't it in this drawer? It, it should be in this drawer. It makes perfect sense. That, that conversation is amazing. I've had that conversation with my dad so many times. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I think we're two guys having that conversation. It doesn't actually go anywhere. Yeah, they need a because... woman there to be like, you fucking idiot, it's in the closet. He's at, he would be asking me if I, where did I put the thing? And I would tell him that I didn't touch the thing, that I didn't know where it was. Yeah. You must have. Because you must have, because here. I would have put it here. Yeah. And then the woman knows where it is. Yeah. And knows why she moved it. But she doesn't want to tell you, because she wants you to learn to look for things. Because she doesn't want you to rely on her for the answer. Oh, looking. Just tell me where it is. I know you know where it is. I don't want to look if I don't have to. If we're hardwired to look in the cupboard, oh, it's not there, but we don't actually move things. So, like, yeah. in the fridge, like, I can't fucking find it. Did you move things around? <laughs> there should be, isn't there, like, shouldn't there be classes that we take on this shit? I remember uh, to a know friend of mine said he read a book on how to find things. Like there, there is a there's a book. Uh, <laughs> what type of things though? Do, do Anything you like things that you lose. Like there, there was a book on how to find them, like how to solve that problem. 
What about like if you lost something really important a long time ago, you can still find it? Well, obviously there's things that you can't that are lost forever. But like typically, like I lost my keys. You know they're in the house somewhere. How do you go about finding them? I always like, leave shit in my pockets of pants and shirts and then hang them back up. Oh, bad. Oh, brutal. That's a bad one. What's that? Yeah, pockets. I'm pretty good with not losing things. People are smart that have lanyards and lots of keys on their key thing. Wallet chains? No. <laughs> Remember, uh... Okay, it's a this is a weird memory. to your body. This was the first embarrassing moment. I wasn't even conscious that I should be embarrassed about... Not that you should be, but like... We looked pretty funny, like, when we rollerbladed back in the day, right? <laughs> obviously, I shouldn't tap the table, but, like, we looked funny. Like, we obviously... Like, we didn't look silly today, but we looked really silly back in the day. Yeah, I We know. looked silly we looked today. really... Silly in a different way. Silly in a different way. Yeah. Silly in a way that's, like, maybe more in endearing. Back then, it may have been more like... I don't understand what... Uh... Yeah. Like, your parents watching you rollerblade when you're 14 or 15. Yeah. I, there might not be any understanding. If they saw us today, they might just, like, laugh. And there's skill involved, and, like, we can control them a lot better. Yeah. So it's a good kind of silly. But it was Angie Walton on television on X Games. And what did she say? She was like, people... Uh, people always say, well, why do you have to have the wallet chains? And then she, she like, had the, like, the knee pads, and there was a vert ramp behind her and the helmet, and, like, tank top, and the, just, like, in the vert gear. Yeah. People always ask us why we have to have wallet chains. It's so our wallet doesn't fall out. <laughs> Is that just weird to me? Like, wouldn't you just... Like put your wallet. So you don't have I to. I hate sk skating with my wallet in my pocket. I always take my wallet out when it. I don't like anything, anything in, my pocket. in my pocket. Sometimes yeah. I'll leave the chapstick in because I'm addicted. Yeah. I have a little problem. <laughs> really. So I gotta I'm keep that, that close. Shit. You've been off of it for a long time. Yeah, it's. it's like see right now, struggle. just see how I was like. I referred to my chapstick and it was like right here. Yeah, you knew where like, it was. When you, I, you never lose that, do you? You know <laughs> where that shit is. And if I don't have one, I'll find one. <laughs> I'll steal one. I'll do what I can just to get, just Your to fix. get it. <laughs> the movie uh, Greenberg. I've told people about how I related to that character when he was like, he would he would put it on. It was like a nervous tick almost. He would like take. Have you seen Greenberg? What's Greenberg? Ben Stiller. He's like a neurotic dude in his thirties that is just so jaded. Sounds amazing. It's um. <laughs> It's worth a watch, but he's not someone that you want to hang out with for a whole movie. He's really frustrating, but that's yeah. kind of the point. The dude who made um, Squid and the Whale directed it. Squid and the Whale? Yeah, remember Squid and the Whale? And you're like, that guy reminds me of you. It's like, oh, he's got like, yeah. the big beard and there's yeah. lots of awkwardness. That was a weird movie. Same thing. Wow. Like, really, yeah, okay. he makes really, he makes movies that uh, <clears throat> capture really awkward parts of being a human yeah, which yeah. what's this guy's name the director yeah noah bomb bomba there's another bum i don't know how i'm bad at like pronouncing how i see the word in my head yeah. sometimes but 
he's made also made another movie, Kicking and Screaming, which I haven't seen yet, but there's a line in the trailer that's always stuck with me where it's like, uh, his dad's trying to tell him a really honest story, and it's like this guy in his 20s, and he's like, Dad, I'm not ready to accept you as a normal person yet, as a normal human being or something like that. Obviously, I'm not saying it the right way, but yeah. do you know how you, like, you separate parents and teachers and things like that as they're not human beings they are just this role yeah so it was a really funny way of saying that like as a young person if someone's trying to connect and if you tell them like i'm not ready to accept you as a normal human being yet you're just this yeah. person <laughs> no bumba though i shouldn't check my phone no bumba what this game today threatening letters from the student loan. Oh, better pay your shit. I called them. They got it all worked out. Are they still sending you messages like, Joey? If it's behind, yeah. If they think so, it's behind. Where's our cheddar? Shit's not behind. Student loans. Student loans for our parents, weren't they like... Nothing? Bucks. Yeah. And wasn't it like to live while you went to school was like a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks? They didn't bucks. even need student loans because school was so cheap. It's like, just work at McDonald's and you can pay it. Do a couple shifts a week. McDonald's is the go-to reference. Some people say Burger King. Lots of people say McDonald's. How, how excited is McDonald's about that? They just got free advertising. They get free advertising all the time. All when the people time. Are like, you can get a job at McDonald's. Put yeah. burgers. It's iconic. It's the go-to reference. Shitty, but you can do it job. They've done a good job. They've kicked some ass. Why is that? Marketing their fucking restaurant with shitty burgers. Why don't we say Subway or Quiznos or at least like Starbucks? It's almost like you said uh, when you get a job working at Starbucks, for some reason in our minds that's a way Way more respectable job than... Is it harder to get a job at Starbucks than... You would just McDonald's? think that oh, start like they'll probably get benefits and yeah, you probably do. Like McDonald's is, I guess, just the the metaphorical like super shitty job. You know how they? <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm working at McDonald's now. Like there's that. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with working at McDonald's, but you know, like that's the stigma. That's a really bad stigma. If you had talking... to say that you worked at McDonald's, it'd be worse than actually working at McDonald's. Saying that. Oh, man. Yeah, okay, because I was talking about this the other night. My, um, my, like, working at the movie theater for so long, near the end there, when I was, like, 22 or whatever, like, I had a deep insecurity about it. Like, I knew, obviously, I was very focused on making rollerblading videos, and that was awesome. Like, and I don't, I wouldn't give that up for the world in terms of, like, having that perception at that time but like the internal dialogue I had sometimes about working and I worked with fucking awesome people too that I'm still friends with and like they they didn't we didn't judge each other like I was good friends but it was being in like a very open uh, public area that lots of people passed through that everyone but like really nothing came of it and like now that I'm older it's like all of the people I really cared about wouldn't judge me in a no. second, but like, do you know, did you oh, have yeah. that? There's it's nothing like an imaginary, you like, can... you're, it, 
you feel like you're a piece of shit. Like everyone sees you as you're 22 and you work at the movie theater, which really it's not that bad. But if you're the guy, then you think of it like you just don't feel good about yourself when you're there, even though it's not that bad of a situation. I fucking not, no. You know. <laughs> I joke about it all the time. I was like, man, if I like worked at the keg or something and I was 22, I'd be fucking balling out of control. Yeah. Like the cat, like the Kamloops job that is like you can work that shit until you're like. 26 or 27 ride it out and yeah like but that's almost worse because there's like a You're... fake good about it it's like a fake prestige and there's nothing wrong with the cake either but no. i'm just talking about the higher in general jobs yeah. like that for me if i was 22 or 23 got like a serving job at like i don't know milestones or the cake or earls or something like that yeah. instantly i am like in the creme de la creme like I have made it to the big leagues in Kamloops. All of that shit is erased. Yeah. And like, you know, if I'm still making rollerbladers and I'm fucking working at Earls and Milestones, like, yeah, damn, man, like, and I'm really? looking good. <laughs> well, not only are you looking good, but you have the, you have the bubble of like, oh, I don't know what. It's like okay, and it's isn't it after, funny. You're <laughs> serving food, at, like. See, like, I thought for the longest time, because, yeah, you and Randy had a serving job. Like, you had serving jobs. Yeah. When you had a serving job and I worked at the movie theater, I thought that your job was way better than mine because you served. Yeah. That when you told people in a conversation that you were a server, that, it's just, it was like, after high school, we're all very quick to, like, okay, well, if, like, I can't associate with you with a group. I can associate you with like your job. That's like yeah. Because to bring it forward one more step, remember how we talked about when we went to school in Vancouver? You would come back to Kamloops. There was people that wouldn't that respected you way more that you would run into because you told them you were yeah. living in Vancouver and going to school. But doesn't it feels nice? Like it feels like we're growing out of that. Oh, full, like, like it I, feels I don't like people feel, don't really give a shit anymore. No, I've, I I like, don't feel that at all. No, not even close. But it's wonderful. But you you remember the step from that yeah. to that that it still was there, like that. It was so gross. Yeah, it's. I think that's. Um, now that we're close. Oh, what was it? I don't know if I said this on one of the podcasts, but it was at a family reunion. My sister was talking to my uncle Milo, who's awesome. He. Uh, I think he hung out at our parents' house a lot when we were first being born because my parents were, like, really cool to hang out with even though they had babies and, and stuff. Like, that's probably what yeah. I was talking about earlier that we have friends that I'm like, oh, yeah, they have babies and they're pretty cool people. So he was, like, a younger <laughs> dude who could pass through town and still hang out with my dad and not get, like, that feeling of the world, like people are growing up or, or like adults that he could connect with I think a little bit more yeah yeah so that was the long side thing or whatever but um my sister's like Uncle Milo had the best fucking like quote I've ever heard he's, and it was so short he's like yeah in your 20s you kind of fucked up and then you get close to your 30s and you're like I don't want to be fucked up anymore <laughs> what do you think that's awesome. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't, it, that's very open to interpretation, but you are fucked up when you're in your 20s. 
Yeah. Well, we're fucked up now. We're fucked not up. Not as fucked up. You're exactly. really... Oh, man. Early 20s? You're so fucked. Just in... Early 20s, I started to 25, 26, 27, 28. I feel like I just got a little bit... A little bit more with the program. I'm a late bloomer anyway, but I felt like I got a little bit more with the program. A little bit more with... And now that I'm close to 30, I'm like, okay. I'm pretty sure I know what I want. Like, I'm pretty sure... I don't know how to, like... How I say balance might not exist, but, like, that's the thing. Yeah. Then is to, like, get that balance, but... You don't well, even... Probably, you'd probably look back... You'll probably look back when you're in your 40s and... And look it's at the way true. you are now and be like, fuck, I was an idiot. Maybe Maybe, 40s. maybe not. I mean, Maybe in your 40s, you're like, I don't want to be not fucked up anymore. Yeah, I you go fucked back up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I got on that tangent, though. But it was a good one. Yeah. Is this coffee working? I felt like I got sun today. I got sun. Can I open that like a crack? Sure, are you hot? Just like a touch of fresh air would, would be... Sure. Yeah. That's good. This is the ambient sound now that I was telling Todd about. Um, that when I was sitting in his apartment, I recognized the ambient traffic noise from, like I, I can almost hear the click of the record button. Yeah. And then that sound you being like. Yeah, it's the number one mostly, highway. Mostly for your solo podcast, it'll be like, click the sound for a little bit. Hello. There's been a couple where you've opened it up like very subtly. <laughs> Hello. Those are some of the early ones I think where you didn't have an intro song. Yeah. You'd be like, would you be sitting outside or would you just be sitting here? In the I've door? done a, I've done a couple outside. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it really interesting doing a, doing the solo podcasts? Yeah, I was thinking about. It's a really unique experience. I was gonna say to Carly earlier that's that actually. I'm my own guest sometimes. I sometimes just ask questions to myself and answer them. Yeah. Almost. You, you, you're just constantly, like, responding to what you just said. I found that I have a personality where I like to, I like to almost talk to myself, and this allows me to do it. That like yeah. I talk to myself in my head all the time, and it's very healthy to just, like, set the recorder down. Because sometimes I can go forever... And just talk. Yeah. Just by myself. You love to talk. You're talk a talker. I love talking. <laughs> I was so but excited. I was so excited the first time you sent me a podcast because like I did one and then I wasn't totally sure how you were gonna react. Like I wanted you to do one, but well, I wasn't sure if you I've were going to. I've never thought of recording myself talking until <laughs> yeah. you did. So yeah. that's how I started recording myself talking. It's awesome that you started because it's because you were like my born to one. do it. Like, or not born to do it, but you have a really good personality to, really? to just talk to, talk? to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, but I don't think about that. I don't know that. Yeah. Like I said, I, I listened to my first couple podcasts, and I thought they were going to be really bad. And then that's where I learned about, um, I thought more about my interactions with people, that sometimes I censor myself, where I realized when I was censoring myself on the podcast yeah. or if I stopped talking about a certain direction or something like that it was always I, in my head I was like you should have kept going should have kept going and then you learn yeah. a lot about mistakes and um, mistakes self-censorship uh, honesty like you can you can hear 
when you wanted to say something, you and you're almost talking yourself like, what would it be? Around. Okay, it would be like, uh, I would be like, fuck, what's a version of that? You you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you're talking about something, and you're talking, and instead of taking a pause, you would say some. Oh man, what would it be like? Like when people check their phone, they're, and they're still talking to you. They're still talking to you, but they're thinking of something completely different. They're just buying time with words, and they shouldn't be saying words. Or right. they should pause for a sec. Right. And just like do one thing. It's like or like a matter. And talked about it too. It's the same fucking thing. Like you lose your audience. Then fucking know if you're not, if you're not there. In tune with what you're saying. And it's like a lot about that. And it's like focus. It's like um, and because there's constantly a second, uh, like a critical voice, maybe worrying about the way it's coming out, and then that is distracting you from what you're actually saying. Theme of the day. Yeah. So if you're focused enough, and then you kind of guide your listener or your audience, you guide them into what they're thinking. Like you're transmitting your, you're transposing your thoughts onto them. When you're talking, they're vicariously living through that experience of you talking. So if, yeah, if they'll totally sense if you're faking it or if you're like uncomfortable and then you're like, oh, uh, uh, uh," like I stopped it earlier. We were on a tangent. We were on a tangent, and then yeah. I said the fucked up in your 30s thing, and then there was nothing. We probably could have gone further, but I almost gave it. Like, I almost, like, if just for a split second, like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't be talking about this and just talk about it. And then as soon yeah. as I thought about that, there was, like, a silence, and then you have to switch it up again. Like, yeah. as soon as you almost acknowledge that, like, you stop the flow. You can snap out of it. Like, so like, easy. Quick, and it's hard. Yeah, like, okay, everybody, I know how to do this thing. Yeah, get everybody back get on. back on the train. We'll get it going again. <laughs> Come on. That's, it's a really good exercise in riding it out. In yeah. Just riding it out, yeah. letting, letting it happen, but, but, like, you're pushing something in a certain direction. You don't know what direction, and, and you don't know exactly where it's going to go, but you've got to keep pushing. Oh, yeah. You've got to keep focused on where it's at so that you can guide it in a certain way, but... You don't exactly know where. Because, yeah, sometimes... What's the right answer? There's no right. No, no, no. Because you'll start talking about one thing, and it might fire off in one direction, one direction. And then by, like, the fifth thing, it's opened up a whole thing that you might talk about for 30 minutes. And then, you know what would be cool if you were so smart that you could actually track back the conversation and remember what you talked about? But I never remember what I talk about, especially when I record them on my own. Holy shit, I recorded for 50 minutes. I only wanted to talk about this, this, this. But that's maybe why I'm good at talking to myself because yeah. my mind is rapid. You know you know me like from... Rapid fire. People that know me or people that I'm comfortable talking to, I might be like halfway through a sentence and I won't finish it and I'm going to like already be on the next thing that I'm talking about. So to not even have an active listener, maybe I give myself more space to like... <laughs> If that makes sense, to not have someone listening to me like like you right here, like there, it might yeah. be easier for me to listen to myself talk than to talk to someone. That just the idea of getting my thoughts out into the open and like listening, listening to them. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to concern yourself with another like, person 
you don't have to stop and, and listen. You just <laughs> listen to the things that you're saying and respond to it. It's like a one-way conversation, which, like, with a two-way conversation, like, we're going to get on to things that you wouldn't get onto on your own. Yeah, but, that's true. But on your own, you're going to allow yourself to get onto things that you wouldn't get onto <laughs> with someone else. Whoa. <laughs> I just went on the ring of fire, like, I was up, and then I went down, and then I went up again, and then I was stuck at the top, and then I went down again. Which is that, the image of that is my, that is the image for the, the, I I can't say what, but the the project, no, can I? No one knows what Mushroom Blading Volume 5 is, we haven't. Really yeah, you can talk it. about it. Yeah? There's, there's no guy in an office that's going to call you tomorrow and be like, Joey, what the fuck? You're talking about Mushroom Blading 5? I almost like the idea of it. Sometimes things being a surprise, sometimes when they go up. But whatever. The image of the Ring of Fire is was, is the perfect image for Mushroom Blading Volume 5. Yeah. I, I, I oh always think God. about that now because that's what it felt like. You'd be like, and then you fucking get stuck at the top, hanging upside, upside down, down for a while, while. and, and you're wishing that you didn't no, even sign up for this fucking No, but ride. you're kind of like, you're way outside of your comfort zone, and you're experiencing something really weird. You know it's going to be over, but in that moment, you're like, fuck, 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 I'm And you're like, upside down. I've, oh man, That's, I've only been on the Ring of Fire once. I did not. I don't have know a if I've time. ever been on it. It's, it always comes here oh, and it's so in the parking lot. Carly never wants to go on it. Around here? Yeah, like in the parking lot. It's oh, so yeah. sketchy. It's like they set up this thing and then they yeah. just pack a bunch of human beings on it. And like, Fuck. <laughs> Those ghetto rides at, like that they set up in oh. parking lots are. I don't trust them. You nailed it. You say they just. It's not that they're not fun, but they just go on for too long. It could mean that we're getting old. I don't know. But like, yeah, it's fun for the first, but then it just goes on for way yeah, too long. Is this all it is in oh, a circle and the ones, over like, and over? There's the ones where you're like, if there's just the two of you, you're like, you're sliding into the other person okay. and it hurts your hip. Uh. And it's like, oh man, I remember drinking a big coffee before going on them and the nervous system hits that I was talking about earlier. It wasn't even fun. It was just like constant nervous system hits, like constantly thinking that I was just going to be fucking thrown from the ride and just smack into the pavement and just being obsessed with that thought of what that would feel like. Fuck, that has happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's the worst way of thinking because, I don't know, maybe you just, maybe you have to drink and then you take the edge off a little bit. Then you just don't care. Yeah. Getting, we got stoned and went on rides, I remember that. We, I was really stoned and we went on that thing that shoots you up. It's There's a shot of it in Cirque du Soleil. The elevator? Elevator. Yeah. And then we went to skate after and I couldn't actually skate because my legs were still jelly from the feeling of shot up, into, shot the up into the air. <laughs> I just died. I remember that quote. <laughs> I died, I'm dead. I'm dead. That was fun though. That was really fun. Rides are rides. Roller coasters. That old the old roller coaster is still really fun. At, um, yeah, because we were going up it, 
And the whole, or was that with Monica, where we were going up the old roller coaster, and you read the sign that said, standing up will result in loss of riding privileges, and you just started laughing, and for the entire roller coaster, you were having a laughing fit, just not from, it was the enjoyment of the roller coaster, but you were so infatuated with that there would be a sign that yeah. said, standing up will result in loss of riding privileges. Was it because... It was that, that combined with like the nervousness of going on the roller coaster and then starting to laugh and I'm laughing while I'm going on this crazy ride which only makes me laugh harder. But it, I think, did you think visually of someone like trying to stand up while- Get me off of this thing! I don't want to do it! I changed my mind! Being uncomfortable, being incredibly uncomfortable- Incredibly, yeah. Is really- It's really almost funny. less uncomfortable than being a little bit like being a little bit uncomfortable, oh, it just pretty irritating. Oh god! But being really uncomfortable, it's pretty uncomfortable. Being really uncomfortable oh, if you're not the one who's really uncomfortable is funny. If if someone else is. Is really there been a time in your life when you've been really uncomfortable? I just I had it yesterday. Just when On you the, were trying to sleep, or was it? No, no, no. That that was down? fine. When we were driving down, um, and then it was fine. I drove the rest of the way, but it was yeah. like. I sometimes I'm getting really good at knowing when I need to eat. I'll be like, I explain it like I'm floating away, like all of my senses and my thinking or whatever. I'll just know if I haven't eaten, and it was totally the caffeine thing. I started having this energy drink, and it was like pissing rain, and I realized that I hadn't eaten anything, so I just I started floating away, and I, this is so weird. I haven't had one of these in a long time, like super uncomfortable. This is a different kind of uncomfortable, but. I, they put in new road, like, kind of between Merritt and Kamloops. Really, really, really new pavement. And these reflector things, the, like, white reflectors on the side yeah. of the road, those were new too, but instead of there being just, like, the one white part, the whole things were reflective. So, like, reflective posts, and then no lamps, and then the the road was super, super, super reflective, so I started feeling like, have you ever had this where the ground, the car is standing still and you've actually lost the sensation of traveling forward and it feels like you're in a machine where the ground's moving. So it's underneath. really smooth. You're traveling really fast, but it's a really smooth road. And you can't and see like... textures. There was no, right. there was no textures and then there was no texture on the, on the road because the yeah. line was so shiny and new. And there was, the things were reflecting, so there's actually no reference point for me of anything going past, like swooping past. So I, it looked like I was staring at like a bright television screen that just had these It's interesting lights. though, because it sounds really calming and like That's what really I was talking nice, about, but, but you're driving a vehicle 100 miles an hour on a fucking highway right. at night. So it was like the fact that it was so calming to you alarmed you because like, you're driving a vehicle. It should be you should you should feel the road and you should see things passing by and be in touch with the actual experience. But it's just like very silent and calm. Yeah, it felt like I was like having some kind of like my the actual like circuits of my brain were being overrode because I was staring. Like, I was yeah. like I was seeing this thing. I had never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah. But I was doing an activity where you're usually using your like you're on autopilot or whatever. So I was like, okay, what can I, like, 
I had no point of reference. I couldn't use anything in my... I couldn't refer to anything to try and, like, figure out. I just fucking panicked, and I was like, oh, I gotta pull, I gotta pull over, I gotta pull over, and, like, I couldn't even see rain, and it was pelting. Like, I couldn't Whoa. see. So that was the last time I was... Really Hopefully that was... Hopefully I painted that well enough. Hopefully I painted the picture. It was, uh... But it was only for 20 minutes, and then yeah. I drove the rest of the way in fucking crazy rain, but... Anyways, yeah. when was the last time you were really uncomfortable? Really uncomfortable. Is that what you were going to go for? Were you <laughs> going to say? It sounded like you were going to tell a story. No. It wasn't... Sometimes you'll ask a question. People do this all the time. They'll ask someone a question because that's the question they want to be asked. But that wasn't that? That wasn't the case of that. I, I wasn't hoping that you would ask me a time when I was uncomfortable. I can't same, think of one. But I was minorly uncomfortable as well at that same time. I would actually say I was uncomfortable when we started skating today. <laughs> I was too. Because I, like, anytime, and I know now I kind of expect this kind of feeling, is that I've been looking forward to this day for a long time. Oh, you've got to watch out for... Yeah, <laughs> expectations, so bad. I know that. I know that from whenever you're looking forward to something for a long time before it happens... Yeah, sometimes the idea... You have to it. remind yourself that, yeah, it's you've just imagined it for a long time and it's not going to happen like that. <laughs> Skating's so bad for that. Like, remember when we went to Toronto? <laughs> Joey and I qualified for the Canadian Nationals, the, the inline Canadian Nationals in 1998. Eight, I think. So we flew on a plane to Toronto... With our dads. With our dads. Because, because we were, like, in the Nationals. So our Fucking dads took it. us to Toronto. Yeah. This is a true story. And we get off the plane, and, and we're so excited to be at the Nationals in Toronto. We're like, yeah, let's go to the skate park. It was like a night. Like, we got in. Yeah. Well, we went to the night session at this yeah. crazy skate park in this huge, um, like, like type trade thing. center type. It was yeah. like, it was like the... What if the what Toronto people those? would know what it is, what it would like be a like. a massive trades building. National exhibition or yeah. some, I don't know, yeah. something like Exhibition that. center. Center. They had a huge skate park set up. We, was that, we could actually skate that thing now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we couldn't skate it Letting then. the people know where this story is yeah. going to go. But they had a huge, <laughs> huge start ramp up to the fly box. No, but just, <laughs> it is really funny to think about, like... We could actually skate it now. We yeah. fucking we would know what we, we have. We had never seen anything like that. But go yeah. on. Well, we were from a small town. We didn't have a skate park at that time. When we went skating, <gasps> like we would go we're skate. Riverside. What would we skate? Stair sets. Not even like, like we would go to fucking Riverside and grind that stupid grind a ledge. Grind like, a ledge over and all over. day, all every day, day. and yeah. the blue launch ramp. But somehow. And and then we would skate like big skate parks only when we went to these competitions like in Vancouver. Oh yeah, that's right. And we we had traveled to like Edmonton. We got by on heart. Yeah, <laughs> not a <laughs> lot of skill. On, we would try really hard, but we were terrible at skating park. Our athletic. <laughs> I always look at it like our success in athletics. At the time. Oh, sorry, I'm having our success. Our success in athletics. Yeah, you and baseball it gave us a certain work ethic. To, to get good on those lame as it sounds, parks. it's true, yeah. and it still carries over into what we do today. Whether yeah. it's for like work 
or <laughs> making a video like we've all like didn't we both make the dean's list like you're on yeah, the dean's list the, for the dean's list. art institute like yeah. work ethic that work ethic still, still there ethic. yeah but we we get to the canadian nationals which we qualified for with our work ethic and we're <laughs> There's a big start ramp up to this big fly box. And the fly box, I remember, was a little bit bigger than, like... It was way bigger. The, the, there was always a fly box. In my head, it, it's, like... It's, like... feet? Seven feet? It was... It was big. Pretty big. It was really big. And usually, they had, like, the six-footer or five-footer at, at Vancouver, which was even big to us. Yeah, yeah it was, like, two... It was, it was wider, and it was taller than the blue one. Yeah. If... If there's a reference point, it's um, at the start of Better Than Baseball. There, yeah. It's the one that I missed you flip over. Yeah, That's the only, in terms of a visual reference, if anyone wants to paint the picture. Yeah. Oh, and the backflip. Yedrick's backflip at the start of, uh, <laughs> oh, or the, the fall or whatever, at the start yeah. of Mushroom Bling. It was blue. This was big. So this one was purple. Big purple start ramp to flatbox. <laughs> and me and Joey go straight up to the top of the start ramp after getting there, after getting off the plane. And Joey skates down the start ramp and hits, like, a nice air. But I, hits, I hit it, hit it low. pretty good. Because um, we've always aired... The reason I can't do... Like, you and Mason were really fucking good at... You guys understand somehow, like, scientifically how to hit launches. I always understood it as, like, just getting from point A to point B. Like, I probably hit it really low... But you hit it with a lot of control, and you made it look like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Like, you know how you, sometimes you see someone do something, and you're like, oh, that didn't look that hard. I was I probably so terrified when I did it. Like, but you did it, like, good, so I was like, oh, yeah, I got this. And I charged down the start <laughs> ramp, probably trying to, like, you know, impress people, because it's like, this is, we're at the Nationals, time to bust out. I'm going to win the Canadian Nationals. Well, yeah, we Nationals. probably were watching people hit, like, yeah. perfect threes or whatever. People or, like, knew how to skate skate parks, so... And, like, people had the fucking Taj Mahal. Yeah. So we had to, we had to prove ourselves. <laughs> so I charged down this start ramp, and I took the launch wrong, and launched into a, like, a backflip. And I did like a huge half backflip. I did the fucking over two fall. Half yeah, backflip yeah, onto my back and yeah. folded Compressed. in half. Yeah. Folded in half, like landed folded in half. Luckily I had a helmet on. So I wasn't dead, but like. Really? Right when I. Let's fly to Toronto and do a half backflip onto your fucking head. It was a yes. really good first trick. Yeah. But the funniest part is when, when, I, when we saw. Um, Brian Smith. Do you remember? This reminds me of this story. <laughs> this was like such an interesting story. We went to, uh, what was it? We got to go to the ASA, f it wasn't the finals. It was an ASA tour stop. Yeah. Or was it the finals? The ASA finals. No. I don't know if it was we'll have to. We'll have to realize what that was. Yeah. But it was in the PNE. Was that 96? 96. Wow. Yeah. ASA, 96. Yeah. Prime time for skating. That is like, People were getting paid. People were like, oxygen were, came out with the skate. Fatty came out. There was like, I got, we got to see, Brian was there, right? Did Brian go to that? Obviously, we didn't know him then, oh, but yeah. maybe he was there. You should ask him. He was probably there. Probably podcast. Josh was there. Josh may have been there. Yeah. We didn't know any of these people, but yeah. we went with my mom and my dad. I don't know if my sister came, but that was crazy. Yeah. We got to see 
just quickly, I'll like name off some names: Chris Edwards, Randy Spicer, John Julio. We saw the the first time we saw a sidewalk was in person. In person, yeah. Down Julio. the start rail. Yeah. Dion Anthony, First try. Tom Fry, Ryan Maddie Mance, Ryan Jacklone, all of like the heavy hitters were yeah. there. Spicer, Spicer, yeah. So there's a lot of footage from that in Fast Shoes. Yeah. There's some really good footage. Dave Jarvis, that guy was crazy. Crazy Canadian rollerblader. But was it you who noticed Brian Smith was like sitting right behind us with his hot girlfriend yeah. who turned out to be his wife or whatever later on and would like his knee touch my back or something like that but he was like he had these oxygens they were brand fucking new oxygens and he had strapped them in he was like hanging out it was a really weird thing like he was probably our age now yeah. back then so he was like would have been the equivalent of like you sitting with Carly or something like that and you putting on these brand new pair of skates you put on these oxygens and you see him like walk down the stands or whatever yeah. and then he was like we were watching him do like little soul stalls and unity stalls on like the wooden outside edge of the course like he was trying to get used to them and then it was like the exact same thing he went and this fall is in fast shoes Yeah. <laughs> he goes to the top of the start ramp <laughs> rolls down and does like Hits it going pretty fast in these fucking oxygen argons. It was probably like Michael Pallet being like, yo, dude, do you want to skate for oxygen? Send you some skates. And then like, I wonder what his paycheck would have been. Probably just for skating fast. those skates. Because he's, <laughs> he's probably going from like Bauer. He just... Yeah, fuck Bauer. He does like a double five-star pump. Like starfish oh, pump really high. And yeah. then doesn't he double starfish pump and then lands and then does a forward roll is that was that the fall it's like a crazy double pump yeah. in the air totally the same thing totally the same thing like those fly boxes like you have to be so careful on those things man and I'm still not good at fly boxes to this day me either uh, it's something you have to skate all the time cause it it's I wish it's I could so weird you know Cause it's like really a spine, but you launch like because it's like a quarter pipe that you launch out of. The super booter is cool because it's like a the super booter at the Canvas Park is like a mini fly box. Yeah. Fly boxes are sweet devices, like ramp like ramps that kick you and then a flat and then a down. Yeah. The super booter. When you get used part, to. I'm feel I like amazing. I can. Even in Toronto, I got really good at. Um, pump like I can pump in air and go really high and then down but I still haven't mastered like that flowy like the people who can just drop in and boom hit like a really nice grab three or five perfectly controlled I would always like go to the one side or whatever and almost hit my shit and stuff <laughs> I need water water yeah I'm, I'm dry Don't go anywhere. Get water. You know who's really good? Will they still be able to hear? A little bit. I don't know. Uh, Chris Lino was really, really good at that fly box. He's just really good at park in general. Oh, yeah. Vancouver skating bowls. And he taught at Woodward. 
It's like a different breed of like the people who skate park all the time. I'm not a good park skater by any stretch of the imagination. You're I've, pretty good. I don't fit into like a park skater. <laughs> park skate. Like I can't. Yeah, sure. Get the sound. Cause I love. I love. This is such a pleasant sound to me. Oh, it's there. There's no. That one. one of my favorite sounds. It's so <laughs> awesome. Shit being poured. Liquid being poured. It's so calming. Coffee. Coffee being poured? Yeah. You want some cream? No, no. Take it black. I'm a coffee bag. What was I going to say about that, though? Oh, yeah. Part... I'm not... No, like, I have... Um, I can't just go to any skate park and start flowing around like... Josh Silver is an amazing park skater. Like, that is a park skater. Yeah. I'm not... I could maybe, like, soul grind coping. I know what you mean. Like, I don't know how to pump quarters, like, properly. Like, I don't know how to air out of a quarter high and then land close to the top of the transition and keep my speed. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. Like, there's probably lots of people who can float a quarter, have, like, do the true top solar, like, have, like, at least 15 solid tricks on coping going Jeez. really fast. Or is that just an illusion? Like, am I just thinking I'm not a good park skater because of what I well, see? Well, you are really good. No. But you are. You, in comparison, like, in comparison to what? In comparison to, like, Josh Silver? Comparison, comparison to, to like, Alex Broskow, um, like kids who see you rollerblading at the park, they're like, "Holy shit!" Like, you skate fast, you pump into banks, you can hit no, airs. No, but I never think grinds, of it that you way. You have control. You're com- you're just comparing yourself to people that are better than you. I know. I'm saying that you're not good, but you're still at a high level of performance. I just need to be able to do one flip. <laughs> And like I if need you to could be do able a backflip, three, 360 the long box, like you can. But I can't flow the bowl. I can't flow the bowl. You can flow the bowl better than me. I just, I've learned like a few things that I just do repetitiously. I'm getting better at flowing bowls. It's hard. I actually had a really fun session at the new Ladner Bowl. That place looks really cool. It's really cool. The, was it you and Chris Nima giving the kids five? Did you see that? Yeah. Cause I never Have saw, you watched I, it? I did that. I never saw the edit. I remember it was amazing. Yeah. That, that <laughs> and um, whoever made the edit used like a jazz song, like a Chris Nemo, like something yes. that you would have been listening to. Was he yeah, playing he jazz? He brought the ghetto and was playing jazz at that session. It was super fun. There was like, it made me really happy. That edit made me really happy. This this is how I enjoyed skate. Like I usually don't enjoy bowl sessions. Mm-hmm. I usually hate bowl sessions. Was it the atmosphere? Um, or sorry, the atmosphere is one of them. I don't like waiting. There's like this thing like, oh, you have to wait for like only one at a time or something. Yeah. And, and I always feel like I'm like I don't like waiting. There's pressure too because um, everyone's watching. And everyone's you do watching, your run. and <laughs> I, hate that shit. I always I always feel like I my speed dies, and then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I had a lot more fun in this session because I would just I would wouldn't worry about hitting coping grinds. Yeah. I was just concerned with just keeping my speed in the bowl. Well, yeah, that's a great way to yeah. do it. Yeah, it was so much more fun. And I would just like flow around and then maybe at the end, I would hit a grind. 
Yeah. And then I would feel so much more like complete and have like a funner, longer lasting session. Yeah, that's in the edit. You do like, you go around the bowl for a while and then you do like a kind rant. After hmm. you go around the bowl. For, oh, I have that video too. I don't know if. Oh, cool. Cornbread that we should watch. Eventually. Where'd you get this video? Zacharias sent a copy. He sent me two copies and one was for me and one was for you. Okay. And it's short. I think you might like some of it. Yeah, so you, you watched it? Yeah, Where's but I, I brought I brought that that video was in my camera case from Pop Contest and I forgot to give it to you. Cool. So he has we a section it, in it. Yeah. It's really good. There's this other dude who I really like. It. I, you might like it. It's good. It's good. <laughs> nice. Well, was it Brian or Leon that said that you don't like any videos? Someone accused me of not liking videos. I love videos. Was it Leon? <laughs> Or did you accuse yourself when he was talking about Traitmon or whatever? What? It's, Have you seen it's on a pod Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Did you? It's a plague. <laughs> I said exactly the. Ex if I was asking you that question. That would have been exactly what you said. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I saw, I saw your video. It was, it was good. <laughs> Cornbread is cool because it's like uh, three or four dudes who are just friends and it's short. Yeah. And Zacharias has a section. Cool. So his skating's fucking awesome. Yeah, I saw. His, his skating's really cool. Yeah. He, I really want to skate with him. But wait, I don't, before I go off on that tangent, how do we get to Tremont videos, cornbread? You brought the video, you brought cornbread. No, but just before that, what was it? Doesn't matter. Someone accused me of not liking No, but before that. Videos. But anyways, Tremont, I know you guys recorded like a, I had, I, okay, freestyle culture, I've got, what have I got from that store so far? I think it's cool that you can download videos for nine bucks. Yeah. Like obviously nine dollars is Subway or something like that, you know, like to order a skate video, like people work so hard yeah. on making the skate video. I, so like I went off when when Travis was over, I went off about how it's stupid for people to charge for, <laughs> for videos. I've already changed my opinion about that. You I have? just wanna put that out there. Have you? Yeah. I'm just a flake, I'll just uh, I still think, I still think mostly videos should be given away for free, and yeah. they should be they should be a promotional thing for like a brand. Oh yeah. Or, or you know, um, like the video itself shouldn't be like where people make money. It should be an advertisement for an idea or a brand, like whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, because we don't the video itself trying to make it, especially DVDs. I'm totally against making a DVD and shipping it out. Yeah, which is silly. the worst because right now there's videos that I really want. I really want to see regardless of what I don't really want. Like, regardless? I build, I build myself up to... Is that... It's the Brandon Negretti one that, like, the trailer was... I didn't... It's probably... Won't. It has a happy section, I Who's think. Who's in that? Chris Happy, Lonnie Gallegos, Rob Gurr. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey now, <laughs> uh, Chris Happy and I don't know. <laughs> I would just want to see 
the happy section and then I'd be impressed but equally disappointed that I don't know. <laughs> so I cut you off when you were talking about Tremont. No, but now we went on a good tangent. Talking about something else. Cut, uh, but Nave was a. Uh, does he prefer Travis or Nave? He probably likes Travis Either way. more. Um, I really liked when <laughs> he said, uh, "If I really like the artist, I'll buy the album." And you just burst out into laughter. I've just heard that a lot. Yeah, th- that's why I <laughs> thought it was funny. Is because most people don't like a lot of people. Don't support. The and it's kind of something you. S- well, it's kind of something you say to, like, justify your actions. Yeah. Like, make you feel like, well, I'll, I'll do it if I really like it. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 before I go into Tremont, yeah. how I said earlier today, like, I believe now, although I am working on videos that are going to be, rollerblading videos that are going to be tightly edited and nicely presented in terms of, like, they're going to take a long time to work on that I I believe in creating as much as possible in as many different directions as possible and putting it out and I think people who want to make a living off of doing creative stuff like that are kind of not delusional but but creativity is more powerful when you don't like obviously traveling bands and stuff like that you're not I don't know, are you doing it for fame? Like, I definitely think the focus needs to be what you're creating. The, like, do you know how much better music's gotten now that the, like, the whole idea of a record industry is falling apart? Like albums, there's so many amazing artists and albums and people making amazing music and there's no light, of, they're not, they're not going to get famous or anything. That it almost like yeah. creativity and people making art and doing creative things has gotten better because it's free people always like like the death of the music industry and musicians are suffering well granted they are but there's a lot of fucking good music being so obviously it's not dead suffering what they're they can't afford to get like starbucks every day or like but (laughs) they can't ball out like most most people most musicians and bands Bands don't make like nearly as much as they used to. Obviously, yeah. Um, you have to sell out too. But there's so much good music being made. It's not like people stopped making music. Like, oh, we can't make money making this music anymore. We gotta do something else. They're making it because they have. They want to really make exactly. it. Exactly. Have to make it. They have to, and they want to. And there's it's there's in them. People who are like there's kids who are like 14 and 15, and they're downloading as much music as possible and like loading up their iPod all the different music and then they want to make music yeah and they're not delusional about like they're not going to make money off of it but they just want to make like it's cool so anyways to bring it back um I I can understand like people charging for videos or whatever but I do I'm really into the idea of I would much rather see people making more content than like a video like Traitmon or whatever I, I almost sometimes feel like there's exceptions there's definitely exceptions but like uh, a video that you work really really hard on and try and make sections for it and try really hard to make a really good video that someone would sit down and watch I don't even know if that like that idea of something that could affect rollerblading greatly doesn't exist anymore I 
think the more edits you can still make videos that are like 20 minutes long or 40 minutes long or whatever but like that idea of like really trying to make a video really like working hard on a video for a long period of time you might you might be rewarded by making more stuff in that time it's almost like I don't know if, if, if I'm articulating that properly but well I just get that if, if you're gonna make a video it needs to surpass it, the traditional format it needs to really grab people if they're gonna sit through like a half hour of rollerblading it's really ambitious or like an hour like in the past we've made hour-long videos that's really ambitious like people are gonna sit there for an hour and watch rollerblading <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's bloated videos um, for sure. But people, a lot of people got a lot out of better than baseball and like Cirque du Soleil. But is it that was a different time when yeah, people those were more were media just, starved? And we and like when we made those videos, we believed so strongly in the DVD, the sitting down and watching a DVD format. So yeah. Even if you tried as hard as you could, like, if you tried so hard to make... Obviously, you can't repeat. I, I never like the idea of repeating a vibe of a video or a world or anything like that. But if you tried so hard to make a video, like, better than baseball now, even if you, down to a T, you tried to, like, copy... Like, even us, if we tried to copy how we made that video, how we put it together, it, the video wouldn't... Like it, I don't know. I don't think it would be interesting. I don't know why. Does that make sense? Well, because you're just... There's actually something about like my consciousness and the way that I watch videos now that I'm not even sure that I could enjoy something like that. You mean like better than baseball or something that's an hour long? Like something that's like better than Just baseball. anything made in that format. Like... The idea of sitting down and watching like a really long video that's like sections and highlights and uh, it doesn't really excite me. No, that's what really okay, excites exactly. me when I imagine it. Yeah, I imagine different myself, formats. Yeah, if I can put in something that's really its own entity, something that's like, whoa, what? Like, this is a video. What? What's going on? And it, it has me kind of guessing the whole time, and I have a reaction to it. Yeah. It's got a really... Just because, I guess, the saturation of... The, there's so much of the same, and it, it's like, yeah, here we go. We were talking about today, like, yeah, he's going to do... He's going fakey. He's going to do fakey 540. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is actually really, really good to talk about this. We were at the spot... Um, it's been in lots of things. It's been in, like... Mushroom blading, Imagine Blade Shun, or was it Imagine Blade Shun, like the would trailer? Would have been. Would have yeah. been. <laughs> Which I want to try and. I, I hope somebody can just. Apparently, the video is like done. It's really funny that the video was called. was well, gonna be called Imagine Blade Shun, and it had trailers, but then the video never came out, and it's called <laughs> Imagine Blade Shun. Like, you can imagine oh, yeah. what the video would be like. It had a website. It, it's almost like it was purposeful. <laughs> if you think about it, <laughs> like, let's, let's pretend to make a video. We'll just film some tricks for a trailer. You know how much more exciting <laughs> if the video just never comes out. It's almost better than the video actually coming out. 
just talking about what we think the video it is, is it's, yeah. it relates to the idea of you talking about leading up to skating which people will never be disappointed tangent <laughs> i want to see that video just to see that one trick that you said you did and yeah. i won't say it because it's an imagined blade trend <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine me doing it oh i've tr- i've ima- i've imagined it <laughs> it was probably awesome you said you got really high on life that day yeah Totally you or you said life. you knew you knew that you could do it yeah. like you just knew yeah. you didn't you didn't have any doubt no doubt yeah no doubt do you want to tell no don't because it could come out it's don't just say a, it. it's it's an interesting it, it's an interesting kind of story and it doesn't even matter if people know or don't know yeah, that's like, true. But there is a reference point, like, they would know what you were talking about, because in, in the trailer, in your little trailer, you do something on that same, yeah. you, that same day. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> I have to. Well, you, no, you don't have to, but if you want to, it was a, I always remember that story, when you told me that story. I, um, I, I talked about stunts a little bit on a podcast. Did you talk about that then? Not about that one. Oh. But for whatever reason, we... I was really into like the Imagine Blade Shun filming, and yeah, we were filming with Dustin and Leon. Well, yeah, and uh, we were pushing really hard, and it was really fun. And I, my, I was really confident with my skating, just skating a lot. Like my skates felt good. I felt like I was landing like whatever I wanted to do, and that gap at Bonzer over the rail. I I remember Carly's mom came to town, and I felt a little bit like. <laughs> I was excited to see her and hang out with her. I love Jillian. Like, I really do. I'm not just saying that. I love hanging out with her. But at the same time, yeah, I was like, cool. oh, this is my weekend. This is like the one time I get my chance to blade. And I'm like, fuck. I just want to get some footage for this video. Oh, wait. <laughs> just for a second there. You saw a dude who was juggling today, and you were like, it must be Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, go on. <laughs> but So you're really so excited, yeah. To kind of like ease my basically to kill two birds with one stone to get that satisfaction of skating yeah. and to hang out with Jillian yeah yeah I was like I'm gonna, gonna go I'm gonna get up really early I called up Dustin I'm like hey come tomorrow morning get up and we'll go film this one trick that I've been wanting to do I've been wanting to do it for a long time yeah. I wanted to 540 over the rail at Bond's had you done that gap before never oh. but I just I'd seen other people do it and I've thought about it in my head a lot yeah. and it looked so perfect and I when I watched people do it they just it's a really big gap but the landing is a big slanted and driveway the launch is almost perfect like you don't have to yeah. think too much about getting over the rail it's like space yeah or the, just, your 540 was cooler because you were thinking about getting over the rails your legs went up a little bit more but anyways yeah. so so we uh, you do it in the trailer yeah okay sorry yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I called, yeah. called Dustin, and I'm like, yeah, let's go do this. Um, in the morning, are you down? He's like, yeah, I'm totally down. Um, and we just went there with Mike Vinue. Mike Vinue drove us, uh, and Dustin. And then first thing in the morning, I gapped it, jumped it, first try, and it, it, it felt as good in my mind as how I imagined it. <laughs> and I... I it was he- like a huge launch, but the landing was so smooth, and it wasn't like 
bam when I hit the ground. It yeah. just felt so good to land in this thing. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna 540 it. So 540 did, and it was just easy. Yeah. And that was the one that was in the trailer. In the, the abstract. Trailer. Yeah, the abstract. Oh, that was so. Fun. You like you have like there's hang time. Like you held your legs. Uh, like I can remember the way that felt in my head, and it just it felt so. I was so comfortable in the air. I was so confident that I was gonna land it, but at the same time, I was just fucking flying through the air. I was like so high in the air, flying over this fucking rail, and I'm like, I got this. Like I was just so calm. I, I just knew that I was just gonna lace it, and it wasn't like I was yeah, worried yeah. about landing on this harsh. Like I knew I was landing in this super so, nice so thing, and it was just like this, like perfect fucking combination of a stunt but it felt graceful and smooth yeah it's a and nice i was like i think i can 720 this i swear i can i yeah i just know i can and justin was just like oh all right do it dude <laughs> <laughs> and i fucking 720 it like really easily just floated seven over it and same thing just landed forward and whew, into that perfect landing just like it was Fuck. nothing and it just felt and then from that, I just got so high on life. Well, because what you were okay, shit. what you were actually doing, like I, as you were telling the story, I was thinking about being in, doing that in the air, like having wheels on your feet allowed you to like be in this free f position, spinning through the air. Yeah. For like how I was gonna ask you, like how often did you float five forties? that felt like that obviously at the skate park before you probably floated ones that felt a little bit but did you, you probably but I don't floated know. for I a don't little know bit if longer I've ever felt that Maybe, because you always land like on hard flat pavement right yeah. so i you must have gotten you must have like downloaded or got the whisper from the spirits or like you get you get rewarded by like putting your body through something that it like i don't know how else can you you can't just like stand on the ground here and spin a 720 and say that it's the same thing like you're yeah. floating through the air yeah it was like you can't imagine what it would be like Ooh, you can you can <laughs> imagine and that's why and that's but uh, that's why you did it I did imagined. imagine it and I thought about it all night I remember sitting here watching I think we watched like Kill Bill or something with uh, Jillian and I was thinking about it and my hands were getting sweaty but at the same time I was really confident like do that I can do that but it was that thing like fuck I hope I don't like fuck up and like break myself really bad no but but I think I can do it like you know yeah yeah what <laughs> what was that you, you like looked away and nodded your head just thinking about you were that. thinking about it yeah oh because what I was gonna say is that trailer is so awesome because it's like it's really creative skating like there's so many cool things that you do in that trailer it's like you have to watch it a few times to realize like Dustin Dustin's editing was really good too yeah, yeah that, oh man I want to see that fucking video because Dustin's his editing really came into its own for yeah. that project like he really put a lot into a lot of He's thought into smart. the trailers like there's not a lot of people that I would say they're really smart at editing rollerblading he's, he's really smart, really smart. those trailers were awesome yeah those trailers were like he put so much thought into every single thing that he edited which is maybe why the project didn't get done like when you are that smart it might drive you crazy to try and finish a project but <laughs> he, he's that he borders that line of like madness and he's really smart but he 
he he didn't make the video. He didn't make the video. Apparently, it's, it's like, done though. What? It's done? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Where's the video then? On his laptop in <laughs> Barcelona. <laughs> really? Yeah. Seriously. Apparently. That fucking asshole. What the <laughs> fuck? Maybe it's uh, not like done done. Maybe it's like that final little stretch. Like it just needs to be closed off like, or something like that. Mm. But what I was going to say is that the trailer is so awesome because there's all this creative shit. And then just at the end, you do this huge 540. Like, it's so cool that it's... Oh, fuck. I hate saying creative skating. But it's like all of this really cool mind imagine imagine blading yeah. or whatever and then at the end of the trailer just you throw this huge five it's really powerful the way that that's put together because the contrast the, yeah the contrast so between important. those two things that that's just like at the end and the way he edited like he people who edit the nuances of like he really slowed down that one point in the air where you like you had the those like milliseconds where your legs yeah. were tucked and you were just fucking floating and spinning through the air. So cool. But, anyways, back to, we'll cut that off. That was a good, that was good though. <laughs> he told the seven twenties right? I gotta tell you about, okay, freestyle culture. Yeah. So I've downloaded Game Trademark? Theory. Game oh. Theory. Well, these are the videos that I've got. You've downloaded Game Theory? Yeah, remember we tried to watch it? Oh. I can always respect the effort put into something like that. The ambition, because, like, the Brazilian hair or whatever, he, I think he's really young. And, like, we were making, what, Under Canadian Skies and Illusion, and he made Game he's Theory for He's not that young. Isn't he? He's not 15. <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> were we, like, we were I six. was really excited for that oh, video, yeah. because a lot of the stuff that he's done in the past has actually been really good. Like, he is good... He's done some stuff where well, he has a very he built the, big vision. Yeah. Like he's ambitious. You can see in his editing, but uh, some of his edits really were nailed. He he. Oh yeah, he, he nailed it. it. He did it. Yeah, he nailed it. So he, that's obviously why he was contracted like to do the Razor sports video. montages, like yeah, like really fucking awesome sports montages or whatever. That's yeah. kind of like yeah. There are some amazing edits that he's done. They do, but, it just didn't work as a whole video. No, it fell, it, it was over-ambitious. Like, yeah. it's a classic thing, like, directors always have that, that movie or whatever that was so ambitious and it just falls flat because it was so ambitious. Is that like, called the sophomore jinx? Sophomore slump? Sometimes that happens, it's just like, um, but there's always lots, as the years go on, there's always lots to look back on why it didn't yeah. work or whatever. But. I think... People need to be more comfortable with, with space. Yeah, man. Especially in rollerblading. Oh yeah. People aren't comfortable with space. I'm not comfortable with space. <laughs> I'm trying to be more comfortable with space. Yeah. I, I feel rushed when when I'm filming like a, a trick or a, a line or something like yeah. like today. There's like a natural thing in me like like this isn't this isn't happening. This I'm not doing enough. Or like. Okay, yeah. That's the thing. We can bring it back to just go from this place. You said you felt, and I did too. So, like, feeling uncomfortable today when we first started filming. How, how, did you feel, or what? 
or did that feel? Because I, I, I can't really nail anticipation, you said. You're looking forward to... Yeah. So then when it comes to the day and you're putting on your skates and I'm like, we're at a fuck... We get to the spot, putting on our skates, like, where where is your mind at that point? I guess, yeah, it's that it, you expect... You're thinking, I'm really good, and you imagine yourself doing really good skating, and we had talked about the type of skating that we wanted to do. Yeah. And in my head, I was just like, this is going to be awesome, and... We're just gonna. I'm. I'm gonna just perform, and Joey's gonna perform. It's gonna be great. And then you actually put your skates on, and you feel the cement under the wheels. And there's a busy city going on. Tons of people walking around. Yeah, you're. But you're in your old state. You're like. Yeah. You're. You're in that state that you were walking around. Okay, but anyways, go on. It's just kind of like, oh, here we are, and this is happening, and. And uh, skating isn't easy. Doing amazing <laughs> shit on rollerblades isn't. Oh yeah, I have to work for this, and and, and what I'm is not really sure what to do. Yeah, even what is amazing shit. Yeah, because right then you're starting a terrible conversation exactly. in your head. Yeah, but you have to go through that. Yeah, ever. sometimes like if we go skating tomorrow, you might not have to go through that, but you usually have to go through that. There's some days where you can put on your skates and you don't have to go through it at all. But. No, sometimes it sometimes it really clicks right so away. I, There's no adjustment. And the, like today, the, I filmed a couple things, like the first couple things that we filmed. It was, it was good, but I had this thing in my head where I was just like, it's, it's just, it's not, it's not good enough. Of course, but I was thinking that too. That's fucking. What do you mean it's not good enough? It's it's just for we're filming skating. Yeah, who for who? Who's gonna grade this? What teacher is? I asked. Fail us? I, like, we ran into my uncle Bill and I asked him. He said the best thing that you could have heard about. Like he was secretly watching us skate for a while, and I was like, I was like, is it good? And he was like, <laughs> eh. he was like, it's like controlled chaos, and that's so much better than good in my opinion. Yeah, because it wasn't like. It's like what exactly How do you get used to these to... things? Yeah, yeah. We're filming rollerblading. What? What marks do you have to hit? What? What? Yeah. And maybe, like I've talked about that before, but maybe if it felt really good right away and it was like really easy to to, it just like oh yeah, this that is awesome. You feel really good. Today. Maybe it wouldn't have been as good. Maybe it just would have been a comfortable kind of like some impressive skating that people would have watched and just been like, oh, yeah, that was good. But it wouldn't have, because we were doing something that was kind of uncomfortable, maybe, maybe it'll have more surprise factor. Yeah, maybe that's Maybe it have more impact. But do you think if, if, um, if you combine that comfortable, if you do have that bit of comfortable with that like expectation of the day, the fact that, like, if you're really comfortable jumping sets of... No, you're right. You're fucking right. Because it's like... It should drift if back I was, and forth. It yeah. should have some of both. If I was really comfortable with doing, like, a fakie 360 over that set at the art gallery. The first set. The one that I... Yeah. The med spin to steroid, which I didn't yeah. even get, but I got kind of. That was, like... Even if I did fake you through that set, like, where would I go before or after that? Like, I don't, I think I would step into a zone that was very 
it wouldn't be anything that great. It wouldn't be as great as like. It would be just an athletic kind of. We through doing what we did, we got onto something that I think was like really like. Create like I think I feel like we're on our way to creating something that's. Yeah, because we be got an experience there. Experience for people. That's beyond like, damn, he's good at good at skate. You know, like, what are we trying to? Are we trying to make an entertaining flick, or are we trying to promote ourselves as really good? Like, Joey, have, have you seen Joey's new edit? Oh no, damn, no, no, that guy is so fuck. Or are you just trying to make something that people really enjoy watching and they are inspired by, and they they love it? They're not like, Joey's awesome. They're just like this. This video is just weird, and I love it, and it's. Yeah, impacting me in a certain way. Yeah. It comes from, what was it? It was like I phoned you. I was in chapters, and I was, dri- I was dri- driving in a car and showering sometimes. I don't know why. But things... <laughs> driving in a car and showering? No, dri- this... no, driving in a car as well as showering are times where those little whispers, like things pop in. Like you can get good ideas. You get good driving ideas in a car, the and there was something about like a, yeah, driving in a car too with music on. Because there's something about that, how I said, you're like, you can go on autopilot, like you're, you're sitting and you're controlling the car and everything, but you've done it so many times that like, sometimes it's like, it's a really weird thing to be doing and some things fall away and like, you're just listening to a song. I don't know why, but like an idea will pop in. So it was something about the song and I phoned you and I was like, this is what we should do for Mushroom Blading 6. Yeah. And then that is like, yeah, that's why we're doing it. Because I... I got that thing, and then you were pretty much on the same page. You had been thinking almost the exact same thing yeah. prior to that. And, it, and that's where, it's like you get an idea and you have to do it. It's not, that's where it comes from. Yeah. And, and so it's so hard to start it. We were starting it. Yeah. So starting is the hardest part. It's because you get all these wild visions of yeah. how you want it to be but you just have to start it. And then we got there. Like, I don't know at what point we got, we were like, we were there. Uh, yeah, we totally. definitely got there. I'm looking back on it now. I'm really stoked with what we got and as the day as a whole, but there were definitely times during the day when I was like really uncomfortable and really like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about this, but fire. <laughs> we talked about like, like you're getting the whispers like, yes, this is do it, do it, do it. But you were like these weak monkeys that we have weakness in us and we doubt stuff and we're critical and we're conditioned to think of we're so conditioned as role letters. And Yeah. And we if you do a lot say I did like today I did a line and I'm like, there wasn't any grinds in the line. I don't know that maybe I should do some grinds. Maybe I need to jump the set. I fucking I had the jump really? the set and I had the grinds too. You need to jump this. Oh, if you jump the set, then this, then it's gonna be awesome. Like, <laughs> what? It's so true. <laughs> but so, but the the whisper. Yeah, I it, I was following that like belief that it's, like okay, this we're gonna go with it, and it's gonna be kind of uncomfortable. But you have that higher state decision, and being impulsive too. Yeah, and it's related to the podcast thing where it's like you go back and you listen to go with the impulse and just keep going with it that's where you get to the good places yeah that like it, yeah it was so fun when we started getting more impulsive 
okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. Let's go. I'm gonna yeah. do this, I'm gonna do okay, now this, this, this. And it was like, it started to flow. And it, when it was, good. I found that when it was less concerned with like, because as soon as we would stop and I could, like I was trying to like, okay, I wanna do something good. Like, <laughs> I wanna, okay, now I'm gonna do something really good, something really technical and well executed. And then I just like, we'd kind of stop and just skate around like, okay, where is it, where is it? But when we just like, had these kind of silly ideas, like, yeah, I'm just gonna do this, just film this, whatever. That was the I best. I don't care. And if that's you do those, shit, that's the attitude. Yeah, and if you do those, then you might get the technical good things or whatever. Yeah. Like, those might happen too. Through just being relaxed yeah. and not trying as hard. Yeah. So it happened, I don't, when, at what point did it happen though? For I, me, it was when you're at the stage spot. Yeah. Where the, you really started vibing <laughs> hard. <laughs> Big time. There's something about like, oh, yes. There's crazy fucking interactions too. That guy was really crazy. Yeah. I think we were, we talked about, asked us if we said contagion. No, no, no. Uh, what's contagion? I think that's Convergent. what he said. Convergent? No. So you, you guys are talking intelligent. Oh, usually up here is all crackheads, bunch, crack bunch of crackheads and shit. What are you guys saying all these big words? <laughs> yeah, we were having a what really are you guys intense doing conversation. The stage is like a fucking crack. There's needle wrappers yeah. and glass. And I think there was shit. Like there was poo, shit shattered glass. People don't love that place. I love that, that we place. Have, we have good awesome. sessions there. I don't know if there's something about like those places like crave beauty or something so if you go to do something beautiful you get rewarded because there's so much shitty shit that Maybe. happens there I don't know and that whole park was like when we were skating like I was like look at how dirty this is I'm so used to like if I'm walking through a park in Kamloops it's so clean and the glass <laughs> the grass is green and trimmed like the city puts so much effort into keeping the parks up but that place like now that the Olympics are over they just don't give a fuck <laughs> Party's over. Yeah. Don't need to clean shit up. Yeah, no more attention. Do whatever you... Shit, shit and piss in the streets. Graffiti, yeah. doesn't fucking matter. That place was disgusting. And then the final thing, I totally, at the last spot, I totally was... Um, I thought it was over. And then I just went with it. And then it turned out awesome. You just have to go yep. with it sometimes. That was really You gotta awesome. go with it more. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm excited for tomorrow, though, because we got past the hardest part, in my opinion. Tomorrow's gonna be weird, obviously. You're gonna have to put your skates back on. I'm gonna That's definitely that. feel a lot more relaxed. Yeah? Tomorrow. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's yeah. what I think now. Yeah? That's what yeah, you, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's that part of me that tries to be good, that I just have to, like... You never, I don't think there's, don't try to, don't try there's to no way to ever make peace with that person inside of yourself. Yeah. There's some days where that person is just not there, and then there's some days where it's like, that's the only person that's there. Or, although, I think the older you get, the better you are at, like, talking back to it. And no, you don't even have to talk back to it. You just, you get better at, at like not listening to it and going about and then the more stuff you do the more the voice like starts to simmer down 
and you just you just it's, do. I swear it's fucking left brain right brain I swear it's like logic versus like how they say the right brain is like music and free flowing dancing and drawing and like and the left brain would be like this yeah this this instead of like you should be thinking like maybe I definitely think there's a lot of different impulses going on all at the same time I don't know if you can if you can combine the two that's really cool if you can combine the two I guess yeah but I think or just learn to control the different aspects of yourself yeah because that critical part of yourself has no fucking place in blading no it doesn't which is makes me so mad that there's been articles and stuff which I would just have to stop reading all this shit but like standards making shit look proper like make our sport look good oh my god that shit that is like the worst thing to have all that shit is just making everyone more of the same and and containing themselves in more of a box all that pressure to like make shit what's proper what what do you mean that like when they say that they're like you're supposed to skate like Kelso or you're supposed to skate like Brasco Valo Valo is to hold your body like a, a certain way Valo has a and there's not anything wrong with Valo or anything like that there is <laughs> there's a lot wrong with Valo <laughs> they have kind of a monopoly in terms of how skating how people look at skating and how it's presented or whatever like yeah, yeah. There's a very distinct vision on the, of the people who are on the team and the way the skating has been presented in the videos, and there's like definitely some kind of fucking invisible rule book on that shit, and it's translated into other air like it's tran it's like a little virus that's infected. Skating. Would you say that they've had the most impact on? people on like the types of tricks that people do that yeah yeah Volo? ever since mind game yeah Volo would have probably but th- it wasn't always Volo like now they are probably like what else I don't know I can't I can't really think of any other reference point I don't know like the truth truth too but Volo is definitely like Alex Broskow uh, so, and maybe it's just Alex Broskow, I don't know, but like... Wait, is that what people mean when they say proper? Alex Broskow? Yeah, that like, complete control, per- perfect, doing it right, I don't... <laughs> like, uh, it's what we said, okay, and we didn't even get to this point. We were at the spot with the steps. And we both were laughing really hard because we were like, well, most people who are filming for a video here would only think that there would be like one possible way of using the spot. And I was like, if we were like doing modern rollerblading, I would have like fakie fived off of the first gap and then 540 the second well. gap. Or, or I would backslide the rail, hold the fakie going like, fairly fast and controlled and then do like a grabbed fakie three like that's what people would do at that spot because that's what if you saw an edit and you saw like two 
sets of stairs for the most part like you know almost every single time a variation of like a few different things like maybe the grab would be different or whatever but you're not going to be no one's going to surprise you ever yeah so that was the joke it's not about surprise yeah what is it it about surprise is better than proper I just don't get and it's fine like people are different but I would not get anything out of doing and I probably could do very easily a fakie 540 over the first set and a 540 over the second and we could film it and I could probably backslide the rail and do a nice controlled fakie and then a mute fakie 3 but I don't those I don't feel good doing that stuff anymore you're not inspired to do that no it doesn't and it doesn't like even if I or even if I felt like I had to do it I wouldn't feel good about it while I did it like it doesn't feel good to do that stuff it's like would you rather watch someone do that or would you rather watch the Jim Carrey edit of him just rollerblading yeah that like that captured rollerblading more than someone doing a fakie 540 and I think the problem is that we're still well the rant or whatever that I tried to send to 8up magazine was was about that I can't remember what I said I can maybe I think we're ashamed oh I talked about that I said that there's definitely um, a lot of secret insecurity that no one talks openly about that we're that we're we feel like that we've that like what the fuck would it be like the comparing to skateboarding thing that we are not ever even close to skateboarding nor will we ever be yeah and trying to like fit in to that it's like and from the beginning we've been ashamed of like actual rollerblading that's aggressive aggressive rollerblading is it comes from being insecure from what rollerblading really is and then separating you know yourself whose fault from it. that is though and Arlo we, yeah yeah we bought into it this it's those early days no the but separation the separation it's like we're not that we're this we're not that it's 17 no, years no no you've been yeah. hiding we've been hiding what we are for fucking 17 years that's what no, but the is worst, a manifestation well yeah we haven't been hiding it We've been made fun of it for so long, and then we're like, well, we're not, like, making fun of me for being a rollerblader. Don't make fun of me. I'm a, you gotta see, like, this yeah. halfy section, you have to see, that's not, like, this is rollerblading. This like, is rollerblading. Like, yeah, it's fucking rollerblading. Like, it's rollerblading. Like, the rollerbladers don't even get that they're rollerbladers. Because <laughs> they're like... It's exactly what we were talking about earlier. It's like, with the quotations, like, you throw it, like... I'm not like, rollerblading. I like rollerblading, but I don't like rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much, like, the Volo for Life thing. It's still... Or a lot of modern skating is still, like, following... It's been 17 years... And um, the sep- it's the separation between the two things. Between aggressive and... It's all rollerblading. 
we're not separate from it. And then, okay, and obviously it's like, well, I don't, like, if I'm grinding a rail, I don't have, there was a reply or something, like, if I'm grinding a rail, I have nothing in common with a speed skater, and it's like, it's really, there's not, that's not even close to the point. It's the fact that if you, like, grind the rail, there's, there's actually, like, it's quite a, it's fine, like, grinding rails is fine, it's fine. Are you still recording? Hopefully. Yeah. We're at 140? Yeah. Holy shit. That went fast. Um, we'll do probably two, we'll round it out at two hours. Yeah. Because I'm like, but, okay, it's fine, it's whatever, grinder blending, it's fine if you do that. But I think a lot of people don't realize that they're blindly following that. It sounds and it sounds so pompous. They're blindly following that just original idea of separ like separating the two without questioning it too much. Yeah. That. How do I even say that? Like. I think it's slowly, there's progress. It's slowly people are getting more accepting of like putting on a pair of rec skates. Well, yeah, that's thanks to like, Leon's doing a really good job with it and uh, Richie and Dustin were the other people who like, the power blading or whatever they call it, like, I don't know if it was weird, but like Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Ledoux. Dusty and Richie, Leon, uh, those DP and Sean Knight edits, uh, Randy's edits, just another Dane Vancouver. Like, there's a lot of unique stuff up here. The, yeah, and the thing is, there's there's still a lot of interesting stuff that you can do with rollerblading. And not even in a in a super creative quote unquote kind of way, but like the Jim Carrey thing, yeah, was like it was the most exciting edit that I had seen in a really long time. The most like re it, I wanted to go put on some roller. You could feel it. You you could you feel, could feel his excitement. You could feel what it would feel like to go outside right now and cruise down the hill and like look up at a street light and yeah he was having so much fun like a part of his personality came out that wouldn't have ever come out without rollerblades like yeah like riding a bike he, he was like a kid a little, yeah maybe riding a bike it would be awesome because the <laughs> edit was pretty shitty it was just him holding the like it wasn't shitty there's was cutaways awesome, and stuff yeah it would have been really interesting to to have because he was holding the camera the yeah. whole time. Oh, if like someone other was angles. filming him and seeing his seeing fucking Ace Ventura's body language while on rollerblades. He seemed like he was pretty good on them. Yeah, he seemed really comfortable. Seems like he skates like he's pretty good on those things. I want to see I want to see like him skating, you know, from another person or another like a camera 
<laughs> it would have been just to see what it looks, looks like. It was very involved, like it was very, uh, yeah, to not have that wide angle sometimes. It's more, um, what's in, in, engrossing. It was an engrossing. Yeah. That's why you intimate. could almost feel it. Intimate. Yeah, it was really intimate. But you got the feeling from it. Okay, and here's my question to you. <laughs> could, could like, any modern pro skater ever give off that vibe in an edit that no. you got from this? No, no fucking way. No way. No way. Sk- we're, why? We're ashamed to just roll down the street. That, and we were talking we feel about uncomfortable. Today. When people do, they like have this certain like at least the way they portray it in videos is like yeah. this certain position that you have to be in that's like separate from rec skating. Like you have yeah. to kind of skate different and be like, it's like I'm not a rollerblader. It's be like I'm a rollerblader. <laughs> then that's full on. Not only being ashamed of that, but you're secretly ashamed because you're not as good at skateboarding. So it's you're like you're just in this world of pain. <laughs> But, but no one admits to it. No one, not, not, no I'm not in the world of pain. I have, yeah. like, I've... I know, it's what I said, like, I don't get anything out of... And it's fine, like, maybe people get joy out of doing that stuff forever. But I don't feel like many people do. Uh, or tra- it's not portrayed... Yeah. In the way... The, the question you asked was, could a modern rollerblader pull off what Jim that Jim yeah Perry modern did. pro quote unquote quote unquote just I think like any anyone who's been an aggro blader for like fifteen plus years <laughs> any like no no the answer is definitively no <laughs> why why <laughs> oh man why because conditioning yeah I I was talking about that today. Yeah. That, that I'm dedicating the next 10 years of my life to breaking shedding down all that. the structures that I've built yeah. and yeah. shedding that's all that shit because it takes forever oh, it's and that's why today was so hard starting because yeah. you, you're you're storing all of that shit in there still and you have yeah. to like get rid of it it's still in you and it's not even just conditioning as a the role winning conditions conditioning is terrible but coupled with human conditioning and social conditioning because we're ashamed I'm starting to like have a really hard time like articulating my because you're so tired (laughs) that was good though yeah I'm pretty tired like I just uh, I know that that's a truth that a modern rollerblader couldn't pull it off obviously a modern blader could do Hey, let's fucking see Jim Carrey do top ass. Yeah, okay. You know, I'm but... gonna I'm gonna pee. We should keep recording. So keep on this tangent, or get some water, but don't press okay. pause or whatever. Because I like a modern rollerblading, a modern rollerblader, I guess. And it, it's not we're picking on rollerblading, but it goes for anyone who's really submersed in any kind of sport, any kind of culture. Oh, music's the worst for that. Music. Music's bad for you, that. You naturally get stuck in a th- pattern of thinking like, like, you get snobby. You get like, oh, I'm supposed to do this. I'm not. Sp- I'm supposed to be this way. And through that comes, it can't produce good stuff, but it can also hinder 
it can also hinder you. Well, and people people who over-identify with a certain playing a certain kind of music or what? Oh, fuck. I, it's I just not pure. Like Jim Carrey on the skates, it felt like a little kid discovering it. Yeah. Know? Maybe it's just being so used to the concept that the magic in a certain way in a certain way, the magic isn't there. That, that magic of the first... That Justin, the Justin Andrew email? That was like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> when is the magic of anything... What, what, what's what is, what, what, what is magical what, the way it was ten years ago? I can't remember what it was. It was really it's depressing. To, it's bad to say the name or whatever, but whatever. It was a depressing name. Yeah. Yeah. No. Joey's just taking the pee. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're almost done. 11, do I drink coffee? Don't do it. No? Are you guys going to go to bed soon? Um, I think we're just going to watch this video that Joey brought. So don't. Okay. Well, if you want to drink coffee, don't let me stop you, but it's pretty late. What are you doing? Just watching a lot. Just wasting time waiting for a download. You're downloading something? You have sweet hair right now. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Oh. When do I get to come out of my shunned room? In ten minutes. That's all you guys have left? Yeah. We've been going for almost two hours. I'm going to cut it off at two hours. It's been really good, but... Um, I'm starting to feel a bit frazzled. Why? I've been talking for so long, and I'm pretty tired from today. Mm. What? That's what good. are you writing down there? I'm just writing my name with hearts beside it. <laughs> Your apple crisp is really good. I know. I'm bad at it. I've seen better. Go fuck yourself. Oh, I really have to pee. Where are you skating tomorrow? Um, downtown. Your voice sounds raspy. Doesn't it? It I'm... feels raspy from talking. Are you, you guys are gonna go early? And then you'll be back room? Um, I don't think so. Probably around 10, 11. Hmm. It's pretty tiring skating the way we did. Yeah, because yeah. you're really crazy. Yeah, we're mad, mad boys. Yeah. You're still recording? Yep. Oh shit, I thought you weren't recording. Would <laughs> ya? Okay, I have to pee. Where? So you have to entertain it on your own. Where are my spectacles? Do you want some more crisp? Your spectacles? Oh no, I'm good, thank you, but it was really tasty. I'll probably have some tomorrow. I don't know where my spectacles are, that's okay. You lost something, you have to... You want mine? Fine. How did they work? Oh, they're... C oh, no. They're kind of close. Mine don't even work for me anymore. I can barely see street signs. Like, I really need to get That's them. dangerous. I know. You gotta get good spectacles. Well, Big Daddy's gotta get a job with uh, vision coverage. 
Is that a thing? Vision coverage? Yeah, it's like part of extended medical. I can't wait. I've had these same glasses. I can't wait to get more styling glasses. I need to... Styling? Yeah, like, um... I like the, like, uh... Really thick. thick. No, no, not like... I've seen ones that are thick on the top uh -huh. and a bit rounder. Um... They're Don't go to too trendy. Didn't I no, not no, not I too hate trendy. When people do that. They just look like douchebags. No, but like not too trendy. Um, I've had a vision for it, but I just don't get why people take being unique to that level. Oh God! If you get things that are like too, like glasses that are too funky and too out there, see like those are good. I've had these six years. I just get the the glass replaced. They age really well. Yeah. You know. And they're orange on the inside. And did you get, did you get sick of that? No. And they're FCU case, so I work in mental health, so every now and then someone will stare at my glasses because they think it says the F word. But do you have your but you can't get in trouble because it's not That's right. Yeah. I was listening to you guys' conversation on about glasses and I had an interesting observation because I wear glasses or those you found your spectacles. Yeah, I did they were nice. they were underneath the pile of clothes. Did you know that they're not actually glass? They call them glasses, but they're plastic. But they anyway, were glasses. Like, aren't these plastic, scratch-resistant lenses, but glasses were glasses before? They were. It was the, glass. Originally. Yeah. And you can still get glass. But glass breaks <laughs> and goes into your eyeballs, which sucks. That, and in movies, it's really cool as, like, a metaphor when there's, like, broken glasses on the, on the yeah. ground. But, um, because <laughs> I But you can still break these glasses. Because yeah. I sat on my dad's glasses, yeah. and I broke them, and he got mad at me. I wear glasses when I'm at work, because I used to get really burny eyes. Oh, and yeah. At work, at, like a big Mac, like a 30-inch... Big Mac? Big Mac. Big Mac. But here, here, I don't wear glasses, and my eyes don't burn. What, so and I'm it, wondering... It's the screen? I'm wondering, because... I PCs put, have I put a the, lower. I was gonna say PCs have a lower screen resolution, and I'm wondering if that is easier on the eyes. You know what I've always done, and I started doing this when I went to work, like when I was really fucking staring at a screen. Yeah. I always stared at a screen, obviously, for a long period of time from editing. Yeah. You wanna know what changed my life? What? I turned my brightness down to the lowest possible place. Yeah, I did that. Oh, you did yeah. that, and it still didn't. Yeah. It helped. It totally like, helped. But that changed my life. I realized how hard that was on my eyes. Like on my, yeah. I think, I think on my phone I have it. On my phone and my iPod Touch, I have it turned down to the lowest possible. But, but I, I was just wondering why, why my eyes would burn on a Mac, but <laughs> not really on a PC. A Maybe it's big so big. Office, a secret Macintosh office with a guy that's above Steve Jobs. I want to make sure that the computer will burn people's eyes. Eyes. <laughs> Secretly, Mac products are just fucking destroying us. Yeah. There's something really weird about, like, uh, Australians don't like Apple products. I don't know if there's any. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, Jacob is an outspoken, like, hates Apple products. Really? He's Australian, like, hates Apple products. And That's then weird. We got lost. That's so weird. We got lost when we were trying to find this place, Conkle Lake, this summer. 
and we went to our the GPS in the phone. The GPS in the iPhone can be really fucked up, like take you on a really the worst route. Yeah. We took uh like Harley's truck, it was like really nice truck, through like some shitty back roads and there was a spot like uh, like an hour or so branches scraping the truck and everything and shit. we realized that we had scraped the shit out of the truck when yeah. we got there and there was a route that we could have gone on where we drove like on a regular road got there an hour and a half earlier and drove on a dirt road that was really wide for like 10 minutes and then it was like a, the park ranger came by and he was an Australian dude yeah. and we told him we like we went blah, blah 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 this way and he's like you went that way he's like everybody goes I can't do the Australian accent that great but he was like he was like well, what would you use what do you use for what would you use for GPS oh I had the end there <laughs> and then it's like we use an iPhone well you bought Apple that was your first problem <laughs> So it was like another Australian that didn't like Apple products. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't that. Well, fucking like Google and Google takes you on wacky. Isn't roots. Google's Google's making a phone? Isn't aren't they? Yeah, they're making a phone. Yeah. But if you think about like roots, I think they'll be it's fucked up for a while to where because you like. Are. Think about how crazy it is that they mapped out the whole fucking world and they'll tell you how to get from anywhere to anywhere. Can you fucking... Can that fucking Aussie guy make that shit? No. Like, kudos to Apple for mapping the fucking world. This was an interesting thing, though. We had a book, like a camping book, that Cassie got that had the right route in it. But us, our stupid generation... There was the proper directions in the book. No, let's put it into our phone. You gotta go the GPS. Because it's, 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 it's an algorithm, right? So it won't always give you the most logical route. Yeah. It'll just map out, like, roads. And it's not... Who knows how they make... How do you program that? Like, yeah. it's insane. So... We were talking about the... <laughs> it'll get you there, but it'll, be, it'll always be a yeah. wacky route. Yeah, it doesn't... It does some really fucking wacky roots sometimes. Yeah. We're talking about how this was conspiracy theory time now, just very briefly. So there's, I've stared at the stars a bunch of times this summer, like way out camping, like way the fuck out, not close to city lights. And we we were doing it for the stag or whatever. A bunch of us were like staring up. There's so much shit up, like satellites. There's Long so satellites. many little things moving around up there. It's crazy to think about just how many things, if you stare, if you're really far outside of town, like yeah. really far outside, and you really focus your eyes, you can catch, there's lots of satellites up there. And we were talking about how, okay, so if we have this device where we know, they know where we are and they're giving us a route or whatever, they could use that for natural disasters. I don't know how, but like they could, they could reroute, like they could reroute people or something like purposely if you're trying to escape like if there's a natural disaster and you're trying to escape and you're trying to find alternate routes out they could maybe make you think that you're taking the proper route out 
when in fact you're not like they they re- they're purposely trying to redirect maybe people turn it on to wacky mode and then it just spits out some wacky like directions like okay we have to go north for 60 miles yeah <laughs> maybe maybe there's a wacky mode <laughs> or like the guy who built it like programmed in wacky mode and he has the the password or it's like one variable he just has to trip this flag that turns it onto wacky mode and he's just like don't fucking fire me I'm just gonna sit here all day and fucking do fuck all but if you fire me I'm turning Google Maps to wacky mode okay so don't fuck with me I really have to start using the word wacky more often because that's the first time I've heard it in a long time it's a good do you word. use wacky very often not too often but whenever I do, it's wacky. Wacky mode. We have to do some. Wa- we have to get into wacky mode tomorrow. We're in wacky, wacky mode, mode today. <laughs> wacky mode. Mushroom Blading Volume Six. Wacky mode. Wacky mode. It almost sounds like the starting of like Japanese or something like that. I was wondering while you were talking, like, I'd like to talk to a satellite specialist. Like, my question is, like, do we they don't have, even is know there an engine in a satellite? Or once it gets to a certain part. That the the gravitational pull just takes it over and because like the moon obviously doesn't have an engine on it, so it's like, do you put like a that can be like debated? A, you, <laughs> you never see the other side. Maybe there's a fucking motor on the other side on the dark side of the moon, but that's that's weird that we never see the other side of the moon because the moon rotates like this. But anyway, like we don't a, even like, yeah, we haven't seen the dark side of the moon. No, no never. Not from Earth. Because it, like, here's Earth, the moon rotates like this. Like, it always keeps one side hidden. Yeah. yeah. Well, Randy up. had a theory that it was like... What are they hiding up there, man? No, it's not even, not even what are they hiding up there. But that it was built to control human life on Earth. The moon? Yeah. It's like a gauge or whatever, like a, like a life gauge or something like that. I can't remember. We were smoking a lot of pot. It was at it, it was, was like a tea. It was at your it was at your wedding, but like at oh, three, three in the morning or something. Like the stragglers. It was me and Randy and Dana or something. We were like listening to trees creak for a really long period of time and staring at the moon. <laughs> okay, well my question, like the satellites, they do they have an engine on it or is it just like a block of matter that, that gets to a certain point and then it just the, it takes the earth's gravitational pull takes over and it just infinitely rotates just like the moon does I have no idea because if that's true like they always say that if the human race got wiped out and all the all of our buildings and technology and everything it would erode over the matter of like 20,000 years or whatever but the satellites they would still be up there wouldn't they because the satellite? There's not as much wear and tear on the materials up in space. Yeah, that is that's a really interesting thing. I guess my question about. is like, how long would those satellites last? Like, if they lasted another twenty thousand years, and people would be like, it'd be like the pyramids. Well, how much but space this, junk is up there, and what's up there? This yeah. was the other thing we talked about. Like, how like can I, if I have enough money, can I get a satellite made and put it up there? That's an interesting question. Do you have to get a license? And like, is there a website I can go to find out who puts satellites into the air, in into orbit, and what they're for? Like, shouldn't we have a? There's got to be a sh- database of the known satellites. Yeah, they would never let people see what. Like, Why? <laughs> Why is it so like? 
No, I don't think it's like hidden. Maybe it is. Well, how, like this. Who is... owns the satellites? You never. It's, exactly. It is something you never hear about. Like, yeah, we're a satellite company. We specialize in network internet satellites. Can I get like, a, like I was talking about how if the world got destroyed or whatever, how I wouldn't mind putting like videos that we've made somehow into space or like I don't know. Is there any way yeah. I can put like a television? into space that just plays the videos on loop and, and... That would be pretty sweet. Somehow a thing that would... I don't know. Put, like, I, don't think, uh, t- I don't think a television would work. No, not a television. a really long cord, right? No, yeah, not a really like long a, electrical cord. No, like a... Not like a... <laughs> like a really big... Like a sol- if it was <laughs> solar-powered TV. <laughs> <laughs> so you... What? A solar power. Solar power is really awesome. There's that uh, dude that Riley really likes, the Jeremy Rifkin. His big thing about how power should be like the internet should be a power grid. Wasn't he talking about like solar, solar panels on all the skyscrapers, and then there's an underground grid of power, and it gets shared. If I talk, if I end started start talking about any of this shit, like even close to science. I should stop. <laughs> I can never explain it. Yeah, I'll be I'm, really I'm excited about something, and I'll tell Lacey, and yeah. I'll just see her like eyes start to glaze over when I get to like even like thirty seconds in. Well, my problem like, is like obviously it's really interesting, and I'm curious about it. And once in a while, I'll hear something or read something that really sparks my imagination. And I'm like, holy shit! Like, like they made that material from the Large Hadron Collider that's super heavy. But then I don't have the discipline to actually, like, sit down and actually read a lot about it to the point, like, where I actually really understand what it is. <laughs> like, I'll just understand it in some, like, like, what the fuck is the Large Hadron Collider? You know, like, I've seen pictures and you, it's, I don't really understand they, what the fuck they're doing. But I know they're they... running particles into each other really fucking fast. They're trying, they're trying to recreate to, the Big Bang. Yeah. It's like you make those sounds with your mouth, but, like, we're trying to recreate the Big Bang. Like, I don't know. It. What about, like, uh... Oh, no. Never mind. I don't have to say what about, like, uh... I was gonna say... <laughs> Dude, are we gonna watch Cornbread? Do you wanna watch Cornbread? There's two more points. Before we watch cornbread, <laughs> I feel really crazy. We've been talking for a while, I guess. Yeah. Eh? Um, there was a really interesting point they brought up on the Joe Rogan podcast, and it could have been Duncan Trussell or whatever being like, "How, like, how can you just call yourself a scientist? Like, what constitutes <laughs> being a scientist?" Then <laughs> like Joe Rogan starts like, "That's a good fucking question." <laughs> Yeah. Like, because you could have a really balling website and say that you're a scientist, a scientist and not be a scientist at all and, like, have all these crazy theories that look, or not even theories, you could probably, like, pass off shit as information that, like, how do we even fucking know scientists? Like, how do we know when we, when we hear stuff online or whatever? It's yeah, that that's it's hard to know. you can't. It's hard to know. 
pro pro process the raw data and like we can I would say like yeah something about like process the raw data based on your own experience but that's you need to yeah you need to base things on your own experience and that's probably better than anything else but at the same time a lot of like, we need you experience though. a lot of shit that's fed to you and and a yeah. lot of shit that's fed to you costs a lot of money to to get that knowledge like to to yeah that's to true. say okay we discovered a truth about this it costed them like a million dollars to to run this study on <laughs> on gathering this fact who paid to to it learn costed. that who i said costed i fucking <laughs> said costed who paid to learn that fact was it a company that had an invested interest in this fact becoming becoming the normal like a a, a pharmaceutical company like pays for a scientist to study something and say that it's safe for people to put in their bodies. Oh, yeah, Viagra is safe. You know who, who paid, it is? Who paid to it's gain... A crazy evil villain in like an underground <laughs> base that's really bright white and he's like hovering around. And he's so fucking you know, pale. And yeah, he runs the fucking world. Yeah, but there, no, there's all sorts of villains. There's like different kinds. But there's one of them that he's like floating and around. And he's a scientist? And he's looking at giant TV screens like communicating with with like people that <laughs> that's why because you know what I, it made me think about the satellite thing right like who put satellites that's what it always makes me think about 007 movies how it's so awesome like the villains in the movies have always some crazy science like access to crazy scientific plans to like death rays and they did a really good job making fun of it in austin powers <laughs> yeah the, the scientific aspect of it the villains of the world always have like access to the best fucking technology to do the craziest shit they have a team that just like really fucking smart people that the mad villain pays I, but like I'm, I'm saying that every like every fact it's people have a motivation for that fact and they have a motivation for informing you of that I'm not not everything but a lot of the stuff that that well, like you're talking about studies on stuff. yeah, like things that we're finding out, uh, you know, like <laughs> I don't know, it's late, well, but like nutritional kind of facts or information, like. And how do we even know though? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying is like how you it's hard, you, like well, it's a confusing this, world like we're living in. The ingredients of everything that we ate tonight could affect me like completely different than you but there could be a study that say like apple crisp wine in a salad is good for you but like yeah. everyone's different I don't know that, that's on a really fucking basic well, level yeah, like if, you, if you're really in touch with how your body feels at all times for what you put into it and how you experience things and like not with you don't limit yourself too much but like I like there's just simple shit like today there's no study that could prove anything about this but like if I'm in the city the sounds on the visuals and all that like the the what, the assault on the senses of the yeah. city slowly beats me like I get tired way quicker than if I was like in a wide open space yeah. of nature or whatever and it's like 
there's so many factors that go like there's so many studies within that that it could be like sound it could be visual information it's like you could study one thing within that related to me but it's like it's almost infinite what you could study so more than anything it's almost better to like be really I don't know know yourself yeah and then basically you need to be your own scientist yeah like what studies delegate everything like we trust other people's experiences so much but you need to be your own doctor you need to be your own scientist you need to it's true you need to say okay this is my experience and I'm not saying this is a fucking universal truth I don't have a degree or whatever but for me this works and like almost like people need to really value their own personal experience so true I mean okay so what did we use what is here right now like this this recording device there's science that benefits lots is that science or is that design and engineering it's both this well like those are layers like it's like you're using the scientific discoveries of years and years of humanity discovering electricity and discovering um, computer chips and all that shit what do we need science this is like layers and layers of knowledge and then a designer like comes in and and chooses to shape it a certain way and put the little icon on the button and then programmers program the the code I know how this is. I know what this is. Do you hear me? Listen to me, Joey. <laughs> I'll explain to you exactly what this is. Okay. So for your life, what your life, and then we'll go to the planet in general. Right now, what are some scientific studies that benefit you? Like, without thinking about the black hole or the, the Big Bang machine, or like any of that stuff like what scientific studies will affect you I guess that's a lot of the studies on like the body and surgeries like the fact that like if if I was alive like 30 years ago I wouldn't be able to really skate because of your knee because the 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 technology of like uh, of surgeries the science of surgeries has come a long way to now it fucking works like when they do ACL surgeries it works so that stuff I think like and I think there's gonna be a I'm kind of crazy I think that we're gonna live a really long time and I think we're gonna so I have like the technology to like like heal our bodies and reverse aging I think we're gonna that's gonna affect us maybe not maybe I'm just stupid if you can live for a really long time like how is the planet gonna work if like the population gets more and and how do we we'll have to figure that out you know it was a cool quote because it made me think about if you could if your body was still good enough to skate well into later years like you could explore every possible like your whole idea of skating and you'd become like a master if you did it for like 70 years like and what would there would there even be videos or what would what would it be film's only been around for what like 15 film hasn't even been around for that long so like what would just oh no that's too much but 
if you were an evolved human, like, would you even need rollerblades, or would there be something different? There might be something different. What would it Maybe be? Maybe it'd be, like, hover blades, or... I, I think they'd still be roll blades. I don't think hover blades would ever... No, that, well, not even hover blades, but somehow like just levitating off the ground and being able to make skating motions. You wouldn't grind anything anymore. You would just be like hovering over stuff with your feet. I mean, yeah, probably if they invented just a flying, like a jetpack, or like a... Then do you think if your would, body could just We fly, would look back. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't roll them anymore. I'd just do that. That'd be way better. Do you think there would be like purists though that still do rollerblading? Cause like, oh, I don't, I don't do that flying, hovering shit. I like. I think before shit. that happens, I think it's gonna be Matrix. Like video games are gonna be a world that people will just plug into this and skate in the Matrix That's in a bad, safe though. environment. Isn't that bad? Um, I don't know if it's bad because if the experience is. That's the thing. The no, experience how could can, never be the same. No, because could never the, be the experience same. of what we did today could never, ever, ever be replicated by a game. There's too many factors. Yeah. There's so much going on when you go out filming. When you go out skating in a, in a, in a downtown environment, any environment for that matter, there's so much going on. Yeah. when you do it that it's like to replicate that would be ins insane so what is the but value at this, at this point really I mean yeah it's far fetched but at this point it's really you can never you can almost never say that's impossible like look like video games are like worlds like I don't think it's that far fetched to say that they could totally replicate any kind of experience yeah that's true but like the feeling of like having a like a body that i don't know how could you that's a good the senses the senses yeah like that's a yeah good if they could just the, i don't know the feeling of having a body that senses sound and visual and touch and smell in such uh, like nuanced ways and then you run into a, a relative and there's and a, the, there's a mouse. the nuances of the conversation with the relative that you haven't seen in a year and what you're thinking <laughs> on top of speaking to that person and what the and conversation then all the is subtle glances like, from every single, like the hundreds of thousands of people downtown. Exactly. You can't... You, all the different personalities and their reactions to you. It's fucking chaos. You can't design that. It has been designed. Chaos? What? Our world. Well... Oh, this has been designed. Not designed by... We're, this is... We're in a computer or whatever. Like, this is a computer. <laughs> what is this? What is this? <laughs> it's like the biggest supercomputer experiment you've ever seen. Could be. Then it's good to make lots of rollerblading videos in the meantime. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we're gonna do. Uh, 220.
Do you want to watch no. Cornbread? Yeah, let's watch Cornbread. I'll talk about Tremont another time. Maybe tomorrow. I said everything I needed to say about Tremont. Talk about Tremont tomorrow. After we blade. <laughs>